Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And a welcome in Zolgad and Scoggins. Purple Daily actually right now is um, Purple Access. Brought to you by our friends at Scorely, 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 Scorely Brewing. Well, we, I mean, we could be. the Scorely, Scorely Brewing, Scorely Brewing <laughs> Company. We you love stumbled onto a marketing Surly idea. Scorely yeah. Brewing <laughs> Company. Chip and I both love the Surly Furious. And of course, TCL TV. Enjoy more with TCL. If you're not watching sports on TCL, what are you doing? It's a great picture. Check it out. And as always, both with a Surly beer or a TCL TV, if you have one in hand. Tweet us a picture at Score North on Twitter at Jay Zolgad, J-Z-U-L-G-A-D. Uh, always love to see that our listeners and viewers are using the products that um, we endorse and the people who are nice enough to endorse us. All right, Chip Scoggins, um, coordinators talking today, but I want to start you off with this one because it came out on uh, Chad Hartman's show on WCCO Radio yesterday. Kevin O'Connell appearing with uh, Chad and asked a very uh, pointed and and relevant question about can you assure us that Kirk Cousins is going to be your quarterback on, on the first day of training camp next season. And Kevin O'Connell, I would say much more so than he did on his KFAN appearance with Dan Burrow last week or e- even in his press conference also last Thursday, his introductory presser, um, Kevin O'Connell gave a much, what I would say is a much less certain answer to that question, saying training camp is a long ways away. Uh, now, he went on to praise Kirk because I think he really likes Kirk. But that being said, it certainly appears that something in the last week has shifted a bit to where Kevin is not going to be as certain of his answer. What did you make of that? Well, I think it's um, probably a head coach who's general manager saying, let's see what teams call an offer us with. You know, I mean, you, you don't want to come out and obviously you have to say how much you love him because. Um, one, you may feel that way, but two, uh, if nothing does transpire, you don't want the relationship to start off on a rocky note where you, uh, the quarterback's thinking, well, they tried to trade me all offseason, you know? Right. So it does him no good to come out and say to be completely ambivalent or on the fence, but um, it also doesn't do him any good to paint himself in a box by saying 100%, yep, he's going to be here, and then then you get a trade offer that blows you away, and all of a sudden you look like an idiot. Um, and so I think he's probably just playing it as as he has to, kind of both sides of it. Two things uh, on the Kirk front as well, Chip. 
to run past you. The first one is, is this. It's been, it was uh, tweeted out by a guy who clearly has an inside connection. And then I've heard the same thing. And, and that is that uh, Kirk Cousins camp has said, if, if you want to smooth out his salary cap hit and bring it down from, I think what's due to be what? 45, 40 mil, 45. Yeah. yeah. For 2022, we'll do that, but we want a contract extension and we want the salary cap hit for 2023 to be commiserate with what the expected rise in the cap is going to be, which would put his, his base salary at approximately about a $5 million raise from 35 mil this year to 240 million. If you were O'Connell and I guess more importantly, Brzezinski and Quasi. What would your response be to, I'll help you out, but I really want the, I want the type of raise that I got in March of 2020, which is one that's eventually going to come back to bite the team in the butt. Well, and that's what we've been saying all along, Judd, is that people think that the easy way to do this is to give him an extension for two or three years to lower his cap number. But his cap number is still going to be high, Judd. I mean, his salary is still going to be high. I mean, he probably looks at where he is amongst the other quarterbacks and thinks he needs to be in that 35 to $40 million range, right? Yes, it appears. So. I mean, it, it, this idea that, okay, he's going to play for $25 million, he's not going to do that. I mean, right. he's, he wants to, he's not going to go, you know, go completely backward from where he was last year. I mean, he's going to look at other quarterbacks and say, no, wait a second. Now, this guy is making $30 million. This guy is making $32. I'm better than him, so why should I take, you know, so he's going to want – he paid a lot of money. And so that's where Quasi and O'Connell have to come in and say, okay, I don't know what the projected cap is going to be, but what would 40 million of the cap be? I mean, 17%. Well, his current, his, yeah, his current cap hit, if, if he plays on, on his uh, projected $45 million cap hit for 2022, that's, that's what 20 something percent of the cap. Yeah. So probably so, about the same, a little bit less maybe. Um, but that so that's where you have to. If you're them, do you just you have to come down and decide? Do we want to tie up that kind of money in in one position with the quarterback? And if so, how are you going to fix everything that you need to fix? And right. and here's the other thing. Um, I mean, quarterback's obviously your most most important position, but the wide receiver is going to want a, a big contract here pretty soon. And I want to right? give it to him. You have to. Oh, and I want to give him that contract. Yeah. I want to make him so, happy. Yeah. And so um, that's where they have to decide. It's just, okay, do they want to do it one year? Or is this going to be a multiple-year thing? So it, it'll be interesting that, you know, I could see it just being, okay, let's play this thing out this year. Let's see what he does with new coaching and then reevaluate it. If, if you want to just cut ties and move on and draft someone next year, or then do you want to approach it and, and extend him? Now the tempting thing, though, so so on the surface, your point right there, I agree with completely. But here's where, to me, it, it gets a little bit more intriguing, and it's a twofold thing. One is you've got teams calling desperate teams, yeah, desperate, mm-hmm. like the 2018 Vikings, desperate, who think Kirk Cousins, man, could we and and if we get him, we'll fix him because that's always the sports thing. We'll fix that guy. Um, they're calling you right now. And so, so you can allow him to play out this contract and walk, but he's going to walk for nothing. The temptation has to be, 
hold hold yeah. on a second here. Teams are calling yeah. us, and we could get something right now. Um, because Chip, here's the one thing I don't think any of us are discussing enough. We take what ownership says and think that's the truth. The Minnesota Wild just need some tweaks. Oh, good, just yeah. tweaks. And we're like, no, 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 you need far more than tweaks. In this case, Mark Wilf has said what I think Mark Wilf to sell tickets has to say. We are all in for 22, right? We're trying to win. The reality is there will never be a better time to shake up this team. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and if you dig deeper, what have the Vikings talked about since the day that Rick and Mike were shown the door? Culture change, right? Like mm-hmm. things are changing here. Well, you don't just fire the GM and coach and say, but the locker room ain't no culture change there. So my point is, I think we, I think what we, I think we need to put a, aside what Mark Wilf is saying as what he has to say and really yeah. start discussing the fact that there is, would be no better time to shake up this roster and the veteran core than right now. Yeah. And, and I don't even know. I mean, you say, uh, uh, teams are calling because they they think they can fix cousins. I don't even know if it's so much that. I think they probably just like teams that w- would call. Like you know what, we have a pretty good uh, roster. Good point. But yeah, this right. would be an upgrade. He would be an upgrade, and right. they may look at it as you're right. We got a lot better offensive line than them, and he if you give him an offensive line, he's going to be even better. So they probably look at it. You're right in the way that the Vikings did it. Like. If you can upgrade there, then all of a sudden they think about themselves differently. How many teams are in that boat? Well, Five Carolina, seven? I don't know. I don't know. Carolina is desperate because Matt Rule yeah. want, wants to save his job, and Kirk Cousins. Sure. Oh, so, so Kirk ultimately probably played a major role in Rick and Mike being fired. But the irony is, he could go to Carolina and save Rule. Now, when the expectations go up, Rule's in trouble. Yeah. But right now, like if you put him on that that team, he can probably milk them to eight or nine wins, which might be enough to save Matt Rule. But but the, the thing is, is like if I'm Matt Rule's boss, the GM, um, I would look at that as like, okay, what do I have to give up to get the eight or nine wins? You know, and I don't think you're going to get another Matthew Stafford deal with Cousins. Do you? Is there a team that's willing to do that? Go that far? That 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 feels like. Well, okay, that's going to put you. Now, you may look at it and say, hey, it worked for them and they got a Super Bowl and I'm willing yes. to do that. But you also may say, you know, that's a lot to give up without, with the, because here's the thing like, let's assume the Rams lost that Super Bowl. Would you yep. still feel good about doing it? Probably not. You know, so, now you can't be paralyzed by the fear of the unknown. Right, I know that. Right. And I always, I always complain about teams that, that are paralyzed by making, but, right. What, you know, if you're a team, what are you willing to give up for Cousins? That's what I'm, I guess I'm asking. Okay, so if you are the Vikings and, and engage the Panthers in trade talks, to be clear, number one, you ain't getting the sixth for Kirk. Nobody thinks that. No. That's not going. But what if you exchange? You ask for it. You ask for it. <laughs> well, you yeah. do. But what if you put 12 in? You put your 12 first-round pick for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins expand the trade you get six back and and what i would try and do is get here here's what i if i was crazy i would have a lo, i would look long and, and hard at trying to get assets for 23 yeah i would love i in, in fact i would be willing to talk about 
forget six. I, I would be willing to talk about a Cousins deal for the Panthers' first-round pick in 23. I want as much – because that quarterback class is going to be good, and I, yeah. would, and I would love to, to have as many high draft picks as possible, not to move back Rick Spielman, but to potentially move up, move up. if yeah. my team overachieves and take – because I, I don't think they're going to take a quarterback in this draft. That, that's just my hunch, total guess. Well, but I do think that they very well could take one in the first round next year. Yeah, and I, that's the thing is, like, you don't know – are they in love with somebody in this draft? I, I don't know there's that one guy that you're just – you're like, oh, my gosh, this is – he's the franchise savior, like the way Joe Burrow was or – how we thought about other quarterbacks that doesn't mean there won't be one that come out of here. That is a really good NFL starter, right. but I just don't know that, that you're that in love with one. Um, you're right. Maybe they they're looking at next year's class. I'm like, wait, wait till this guy comes out and we want to move up. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and I don't know that they're in position, you know, have, will they have been on the job long enough to make that transformative, decision on a quarterback of the future in two months of being being here i just and i don't think this class is great chip i just don't think it's great yeah i yeah. feel like we're trying to torture it into well maybe this guy can be and look there, there very well might be a productive qb but this this administration now has no hurry like there's no, no, no. if you don't find your quarterback now you're in trouble so exactly I think that you could just but but if i could get carolina's first round pick in 23 in a cousins trade i'm doing that trade too yeah, because yeah, you're it, it's because I think we I think we both feel that next off season is really where you're going to see the the tree get shaken in terms of correct uh, really turning over the roster because um, well and you talked about drafting a quarterback this year is like don't these guys need to look at Kellamon and just see what he is and, yeah you know absolutely do you think and they got I, I can't imagine they, now they got an assistant well, well, that's it yeah quarterbacks coach and offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell. Have they ever had an assistant quarterbacks no. coach? I don't think I've the first I've time since seen I've that. covered them that, that they've had an assistant to the quarterbacks coach. Never yeah, seen and one. so no, and so you have to like see what he is, and then go through a, a full year to you know like yes, no, maybe you know, but I don't think you walk in and see as how you've never even seen the guy practice, right. <laughs> and and have a decision on Kellamon. So, um, right. so no, I don't think you you rush into a quarterback thing this year, but which means. It just will not surprise me to, to if they say, you know what, we're just going to play this out this this year with Kirk, and then, and then you know, if, he, if it's great and you want to, and try to re, you know re-sign him, then he may say, forget that, I'm moving on, and that's that would be his prerogative, you know. Um, but I, I sort of feel like you need to play out this season just with everybody, and just have a better idea like what your plan is going forward yeah i guess when it comes to veterans i i if they do um part company with some i'm not going to be upset i i just think that the whole thing this is like the next year is just to me a blank canvas yeah just a but great Chad, blank we, canvas we have not talked about this what did you make of o'connell sound like a stomp for him uh anthony barr i think anthony i I think Anthony Barr is a player that everyone I know has said that guy would be a great fit in a three, four defense. Yeah. 
Um, but then again, he didn't, he didn't mention Hunter and we tried to read into that and it was his first press conference and he, he had so, yeah, yeah. probably been drunk on Surly the day before at the parade. <laughs> so like, he's it's so drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's, it's so, so I don't know. Um, I, I just found it, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's, it was interesting. It, just, it was interesting, yeah, but it's I'm like, he, he said that he, he, you know, he fits what they're, they're doing. So it's, you know. It's probably dangerous to read into opening press conferences and what a coach says because right. you know he might be nervous and just saying things. Um, but I, I did find that interesting. I don't well, know it was, what it means. It was weird that he picked a guy who was not currently or going to be on March 16th under contract and mentioned. Yeah, he's freed. <laughs> yeah, but Hunter didn't get mentioned. So, so it seemed curious. But that being said, I don't know. Um, yeah, because because you know. As we found out, O'Connell, uh, when, when he's talking to Chad on CCO yesterday, his answer about Cousins had really changed, I thought, in yeah. one week. And so if you went back to Kevin right now and said, okay, let's go back through this, he might have a totally yeah. different – he probably yeah. was not as briefed as well on matters of the roster as he is sure. now. That could be – Well, that's the thing, but, it's, you know, it's, you, you mentioned the veterans and having to make tough decisions, and he mentions the bar, Kendrick uh, Harrison Smith being the perfect player for their defense, and and, and he might be, um, but it's you know the expensive guys, and you wonder if they're going to be able to keep all the expensive guys and, do <laughs> and they manage that right. Well, do they want to, and can they afford to? Yeah, I mean that's that's two questions because. But I'm, I mean, what do, what do we think they are? Twelve million over the cap. I think sixteen. I think they're sixteen. Oh, sixteen. Yeah. 16, so, yeah. oh, they can't afford I mean, you... to. No, and and a year from from this spring, May of two thousand twenty three, to your your point earlier, Justin Jefferson is going to be up for an, an extension, and you do not want to dilly dally with Justin Jefferson. No, hey, just no. just hold on, kid. We'll get to you. I mean, Justin Jefferson is a superstar, and and you are going to have to pay him as such. And I don't think that it's, I don't think that one is up for any form of debate. Like, I don't know about. That's not that. a debate. Exactly. That's not a debate. I mean, guys are going to have to go and that's fair. And that's the yeah. the business. One thing, Chipper, that I find to be extremely intriguing and like the next, the next few months are going to be so great. But the one thing that I think is going to have a true trickle down as well on the Vikings and potential moves that they might make or might not make is the Packers. Because there seems to be this fan feeling of, well, Rodgers is going to leave, Devontae's gone, and it's the Vikings division for the taking, which I personally think is is incredibly short-sighted because that just means the division's going to stink. So it's not like the Vikings are a championship team. It's like the Vikings can win a division with a bad division, a, a Packers team that is going to be starting in some places from scratch a Bears team that, you know, has issues as well, and Detroit, which is Detroit. Um, but I think it's trending more and more towards Rodgers and Adams staying there, which which yeah. to me is a break because, uh, one, it allows the Vikings to, to say, hold on, folks here, the Packers still have their quarterback and and receiver back. But the other thing is it now takes teams like the Broncos, who I think think that they had had a chance to acquire Rodgers in a trade and makes them more desperate 
And yeah. now I might get more phone calls. And so, so I actually believe for the long-term health of the Vikings, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams staying in Green Bay for 2022 is the best thing possible because it allows the Vikings more, more flexibility and greater potential latitude to make a move. Well, and what it does, too, is it eats up a lot of their salary cap. So that's good, too. They wouldn't be able to fix some areas that they probably need to fix. Absolutely. Um, but but you're right. Like if if teams, uh, those those quarterback starved teams that that uh, think that Rodgers is available, I mean obviously you're calling him first, um, and then you work down to the next year, and that would be Cousins. Um, and yeah. so would that open the potential for more teams? Yeah, and you know teams are going to call the Vikings on Cousins. I mean, yes. people were surprised by that. Yeah, I mean that's they. <laughs> what do you mean teams are calling? He's an, yeah. he's a player they're going to call. Yeah, I mean it happens all the time. Probably yes. far more than we have any. Because you know, I mean, you're not doing your job if you're not calling, saying, "Hey, I hear rumblings." Is there, you know, right? They they read the room too. They know what's going on. Yeah, of course. So, um, but I still, you know, regardless of what's happening there, you still want to stick to your plan and what you're trying to do, and not be so reactive. Oh, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is here now, but I, I still think it has to be the plan that you put in place. And regardless of what's happening in Chicago or there and, and because you, you know, at some point they're going to have to, you got to make the decision on cousins, right? I mean, it's either yeah. he's your guy. I mean, or you just start over. And so whether that's this year or next year, um, in fact, if, if Rodgers is still in the division, I, I wouldn't allow that. I mean, I'd say, hey, here's our plan. This is what we're sticking to, and this right. is what we're going to go do. Right. But if, if I got a call from a desperate Broncos team that thought, yeah. oh, my God, we could, we thought we, we were going to get yeah. Aaron, and we didn't get him. And, you know, that's great for me because now if, if I don't trade Kirk, I'm still probably going to get an offer that at least gives me cause to think about the offer. So sure. Yeah. It just puts you yeah, in a – driver's seat position potentially i really would be curious to know how many teams call on him would you say no 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 uh cousins i'd say that would say you know what we're we're right there like you know because if if you're a team that's far off it doesn't make sense right you're just well the panthers are far far off but they're they're desperate so and they're who's that I, I said, yeah, the Panthers are far off, but they're desperate and dumb, and that's a dangerous combination. Well, it's just, I mean, Cleveland could call. I could are you going to want to tie call. up thirty-five to forty million? You know, with, with Cousins, if you're, you might think that you can sign him to an extension. I don't know. Yeah, but it's still, again, the base salary. He's going to want a lot of money. He's of not like he's he going to go play somebody for twenty million dollars. I mean, that's of, just not going to happen. Of course, he is. He's going to want. He's going to say, if you perceive me, he, he's going to say, say the exact same thing to a potential team that he probably did in 18, which is if you want me and see me as the final piece of this uh, potential Super Bowl puzzle, then pay me as such. Well, and, and I mean, and I don't fault him. I would do the same thing in any walk of life. You look around and you see that guy or that woman is making. But they're all playing with their contracts more, Chip. That's the problem. Kirk's like, yeah. I want it guaranteed in short term. And, and and he 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 does it different than most people. Exactly, sure. Brady does long term. I mean, go go back to, to his time with the Patriots. You know, Tom Brady's contract was played with like every year. 
Yeah, yeah. Pat Mahomes signed his contract, and they basically knocked it down instantaneously. Mm-hmm. So, so Cousins he, is definitely. I want it guaranteed. I want it short. I want it guaranteed. Exactly. Cousins puts you in a pickle. Um, he he actually signs contracts where, in his case, the salary cap is not fake. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's fake because I can play with your contract and push things off because your your contract runs for you know five eight more years. In Kirk's case, it's like at some point in time, very soon, the bill comes due and it has the bill to comes be due. Bill and you have to due, make baby. that decision. Yeah. And you got to make the decision now. Yeah. So yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, this is, uh, this was really interesting. I agree. And you know, so much is predicated, I think on that decision. Um, I don't know how much that influences the, the Neil Hunter and like what you do there. Um, I mean, you're going to restructure him and you're going to get that. I mean, the bonus thing, you're going to, that'll get solved because he plays a premium position and he's a, yeah. and he's a star at it. So that will get res- resolved. But I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious and interested to see the trickle down from that and how they afford the veterans, you know? And here's the one that I, I think is interesting too is like, I assume Kevin O'Connell's offense is going to value running the ball, not to the degree maybe that Zimmer did, but this is, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, Sean McVay's did, right? And so it does. What does that mean for Dalvin? You know, I mean, is he's special, but he's special, but he, but he, he's not available a lot. That's that to me is the biggest strike against him. He is always going to get hurt. I mean, he can is, you, yeah. And, yeah, you have to decide. Is like, uh, can you find a cheaper alternative that's not so? You're not going to find probably you know someone of his talent, you know, at a much uh, different rate. You're just not right. So what's the difference? What's what's the uh, you know how but do the you running backs deserve that type of payday? So purely very position. few, very few, very few. Purely position, very few, but. Um, they're different with him, Judd. I mean, well, the previous I, I don't I don't know. I mean, he's been the biggest conundrum for me for you know since he's joined the team because it's you just see his talent and how different he is, um, and how different or how different they are when when they're with him. I'll give you two players on on the opposite sides of the ball that I that I deem to be very much alike because they are outstanding players. And they are special, special talents. But they both play positions that I consider to be extremely replaceable. Dalvin, Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith's a special player, but he's yeah. a safety. And I can find I can find them cheaper and and not as productive. But you know, if if I've got a shutdown corner, right? I'm not going to to look to to say how can I move him or cut his salary. Mm-hmm. Dalvin and and Harrison Smith to me are both incredibly interesting because they're special players. They're guys who are just so damn good. And yet they play positions at which I look at at their cap hits, which in the case of Dalvin for 2022 is $12 million. And right now in the case of 33 year old Harrison Smith chip is 13.5 million. And I say that's really high for that position. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's interesting, but 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 you have to. Uh, well, one is it? You know, I don't think Kevin O'Connell comes in and says, 
Harrison's the perfect player for the defense and then say, I agree. Oh, by the way, we're going to, we're going to release him. Um, I agree. I agree. But you also have to factor in, okay, you know, particularly in his case, you know, he's not 27 anymore. You know, I mean, this is, he's, he's getting on the, on the backside on the back nine. And so you have to start the old, the old Patriots bill Belichick one year too early versus one year too late. And I don't know when that is, you know, um, but it'll be interesting to see because any, you know, I don't think any player with the exception of maybe Barr was associated with Zimmer and his defense as much as Harrison. No, I agree. Um, nope. I mean, that was his guy. He loved Harrison, right? And he and should so, have. Harrison is yeah, a good. great player for him. So are they going to use him in the same manner? Is he going to have that same importance to this defense under the new regime? If so, then, okay, yeah, but if it's just, you know, I don't say he's another guy, but um, if you don't plan on using him the way Zimmer did and lean on him in the same way, then then the conversation becomes different. I, I did tell Phil and Dex this. I think that in Smith's case too, he's a player who's aging, but he's still he's still good. He's still incredibly he's good. He's yeah. productive, yeah. right? I think that you could, if if you took the veterans on this team and shopped them. I think Smith would get you a pretty good, not great, but a good return. Where mm-hmm. where with like Kendricks, I don't think you get too much there. So Smith, in, and, and here's the thing too, Harrison Smith on a Super Bowl contender, God, he'd be a nice piece. He'd be great, yeah. He'd, he'd be, be a nice yeah. piece. He He's what teams think that Kirk yeah. could be, right? Like if Kirk Cousins comes here, it's the final piece. I'm like, no, no, no. But in Smith's case, that would be if you put him on a on a defense that was set to pop. Who yeah. could he be good? You well, know, like yeah, he's one or two years, and that's well, probably yeah. it. But still, special. yeah, and it's. I mean, those teams probably have high priced players too. So, are you going to be in position to add another high priced player? And so that's you know that's the conundrum there. I'm but, take a pay um, cut. Tell him take a pay cut baby. to go maybe win a Lombardi a trophy, baby. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. But it's um. Man, these are going to be busy couple months in the in that TCO. The combine, trying to figure out which starts next Tuesday. The combine yeah. is going to be as as the kids say, lit. The combine. Well, that's where you're. That's where you're, that's where you're talking to these agents, right? That's yes. where you're talking to agents. I mean, the rumors, though, that stuff. There's going to be just yeah. just across the entire league. The quarterback questions, Chip. Mm-hmm. Forget the Vikings. I'm talking the entire thing. Rogers, everything, all of the teams that that probably perceive their chances of competing mm-hmm. to be to be high but they lack yeah. a quarterback pittsburgh denver tampa bay um i am i am extremely curious what the niners do i'm not convinced yeah. that, that tb ain't gonna say just joking get released by tampa I, or traded and go play for san francisco there's part of me that just thinks he's not done i he just wanted to, he's gonna take a break He's gone far. Two months from now, he's going to have the itch. He, you know, he's probably tired. And... Tampa didn't. It didn't go well. Like I've read yeah. stuff that it didn't go well. But can you, if he goes home and plays for that team, because I, Maybe. I think that there's some genuine concern about if Trey Lance is prepared yet, and Garoppolo yeah. is Garoppolo. So yeah, I, mean, I mean, he clearly not crazy about it. Yeah, I mean, I think they would move on from Garoppolo in a second if they could, and and. It is, I mean, it's hard when you have, like, if you, you know, you have that roster, 400 Niners roster, and you're saying, okay, we're going to entrust it to Trey Lance. I know. 
Yeah. I mean, he, he may be great, but he might not be ready. Well, and, and if he's not, you cannot you cannot waste years in the NFL on nope. with rosters like that. Nope, nope. And Kyle's at the point now too where I think the expectation is, okay, guys, go win a Super Bowl. And he just lost well, yeah, today his buddy. Like there's a yeah. lot of there's a there's a compelling case to, to say, Tom, you're not done yet. And Tom will say, yeah. No, I'm not. Play for we'll us for a year. the fielders here. I'll play for around, us for around like yeah, like May or June. He'll he'll you know I think he's coming back. He'll get sick of golf. He'll be uh I I I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um so but yeah, it's it's uh I think the Vikings as much as any team is gonna be at the forefront of a lot of rumors. Oh, I agree completely. Because it's it's and not it's, just because of cousins, but I think just unknowns, right? Yeah. O'Connell, yeah. unknown. Quasi, unknown. Unknowns. I've got I've got a uh, a last question for, for you, Chip Scoggins. But before I get to that, I want to get to our favorite beer. Tell me, as you uh, uh, sit, sit down on the couch this weekend to watch some sports on, I hope it's your TCL TV, what mm-hmm. will you what will you be sipping on? Oh, for sure. Only one beer. It's fierce, right? That's exactly. Yeah, I, I stock I, up I'll on. Right uh, I'll display it right here. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Go Timberwolves on. game tonight and watch a little jot. The, the younger one who loves John Morant, we're going. That'll be my reward when I get home. A, a, a couple of Sterling Furiouses in the freezer. Yep. Mm. Oh, I love it. Uh, hey, Dex, Dex, tell Chip the news though that we found out during our our uh, our tour that our friends Dave and Ben gave us last week about. The cans. I, I thought you didn't want to tell Chipper about this. I discussed this I with did, you. I did, but I've decided. Because you I've didn't want to tell to Chip tell about it. I've decided to tell him what it, on the podcast. Are you going to break my heart with something? There I, is a, I, I guess, Chip, a, a, a can shortage. Means for cans. And, and, and Surly Furious what? might be biting the bullet because of this can shortage that's going on in Canada. Oh, my gosh. What does now, that mean? No, it's not so, here yet. So stock up. Happen, stock up right now. You might want to stock up. You might want to stock up. Especially here. Here's my guess. I'm I the tall boy type. I love I the four that, pack tall boys. Say. I think we are. I think the connection. What do they say? It hits, is, it hits different. Boys. Yeah. Because I think it does I hit think, different. Yes. I think these are fine. Like I think you'll find these. So it's not like you're go, going to be out of uh, potential surly furious. But I think the tall boys. Let's just say the next time that that you go, open up the trunk and just buy them all. Where do we stand on kegs? Can we get a keg of stuff? Really furious. Well, you like the tall boys. Do you think my wife would go for that? That's not, I roll in the keg yeah, in we'll, the kitchen. We'll, we'll go the to the kitchen. brew house and we'll just the take fridge. the last kegs, Chipper, and we'll hide at we'll hide at the Scoggins house. We'll be Stick fine. In the fridge right. and drill the tap in the side yeah. of the fridge and say, "Honey, this is for the best." Yes. We've just got a continual. Keg I'm going to sit this right here in the corner. Yeah. You'll go with you'll go with the. I'll move your car. There's a keg in it now. Yep. You're gonna park. You're gonna park outside. <laughs> no room for food in in the fridge, kids. Because Daddy's keg of furious is now taking up the fridge. We have a we have a can shortage. What are you gonna do? Oh my god! All right, last thing. Yes. Have you ever considered a Panchakarma cleanse? <laughs> what? Aaron Rodgers. You, oh, you I didn't saw, see this. Aaron Rodgers yes. had the Panchakarma cleanse. Have you? Is ever that where con- you have to? You have everything. to throw up and have diarrhea, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Have yes. to. <laughs> you meditate, you throw up for a day, you um 
you like why do you do why do people do that like what it's why so point (laughs) because it i guess it it brings you like to to one with the universe Mm. (laughs) Mm. you can meditate with panchakarma clans i don't know but he's like like, what's happening i just don't know how is that good for your body i would not think it can't be good for your body no i don't think we're designed to puke continually um for a day it's my just my guess rogers is trying he's 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 out there right he's yes he's way out there Favre, imagine like they get what 30 years of of hall of fame quarterback play yeah but the the fans there have had to put up with some stuff yes (laughs) well and brett yeah i would take it i would take i would put up with stuff to have great quarterbacks don't get me wrong but um He's trending into the uh, a, a different. He's in the twilight zone now with some of the I stuff. I feel he's... like he has. Correct me if you think I'm wrong. I feel like Aaron has way bypassed Brett too, as far as just being flat yes. out weird. Like Brett, Brett could be annoying, and Brett had his idiosyncrasies, but I feel like Aaron is trying to just be weird. Yeah. So, like, I think at the root, both of them were needy, right? They needed to be oh, God, yeah. uh, loved. They needed the approval. They needed to be yes. have their ego stroke. They need to be, hey, you're the greatest. We we couldn't we can't possibly go on without you. We can't make it. But yes, but uh some of the stuff with Aaron is is trending into the uh weird, yes. I mean the the I mean, forget about the, you know, all the vaccination stuff, but to, just the um, cryptic Instagram stuff that he's putting out. And, and then uh, saying there was nothing to it. I just got done with a punch. Yeah, come on. Which was his. <laughs> so he basically allowed you to know that he's been um, expelling things from his yes. body for like a week yeah. straight and meditating. How, how much would they have to pay you to like, that's that should be your sponsor. You should do it. How much would a, they have to pay a punch you? Karma to cleanse? I looked up the price of it. To have it done to you, oh my God! It's like really? seven hundred dollars a day. What? Because it's all these herbs and stuff, man. It's all like these special. So special you have to pay seven hundred dollars a day to throw up and. Well, I mean, you don't just like gag yourself. Like yeah, like, you, like like you are taking things that make you, and, and at some point in time, it involves oils. Like it's really complex. You meditate. It involves oils. It involves cleansing of the blood, like like they do something to your blood to cleanse your blood. Supposedly, I would I would probably die. Like I would, you know, it would start out as the cleanse, and I'd end up in a coffin. <laughs> so that'd be like without a surgery, and I would be, and I would be out thirty five hundred dollars. Yes, and your so, wife would be yeah, like, he got what fun. he deserved. <laughs> he got it. Chip got exactly what Chip deserved, that idiot. That's all yep, it took. I'm, My wife I'm done it with too. him. <laughs> done with him. Yeah, but how about that whole thing? No. Yeah. My only thought is this. He he does it. I don't doubt that. Oh, yeah. But but the fact the fact that he led the Instagram, like the late night Instagram Ooh. stuff in, into his appearance on the McAfee show and, and then talked about the Panchakarma cleanse, I got to think somebody paid him. And here's well, like probably. the Panchakarma sure. cleanse people or something because like it's too like coincidental that that all because we we all thought he's going to retire i watched the show right? yeah well that's it yeah that's 
So what was the uh, Favre guy down in Mississippi, the, the sports writer there that he uh, – Oh, know. yeah, that's right. I forget his name. Uh, the, the, you know, or Ed, then it became Ed Werder and, you know. Yep, that's exactly. How many of these appearances with McAfee is he going to milk that everybody has to go watch now? Because he, he's surely going to break the news on there. Right? Like, well, right. Whatever he decides is going on there. Yes. How many more of these teases is he going to have? Before he breaks it, that everybody has to run to. Because it was funny. I was I was on Twitter and I was watching it. There were like the stream twenty people. I yeah, it was just like no news today. No news. He says no. So everybody yeah. obviously was following it. So I, if you're a Packers beat writer fan, all those poor people. Oh my gosh, those poor people thought they were done with this crap when Brett left. It's worse mm. now. This is worse because yeah. he can yeah. do whatever he wants. I mean, he put out he he essentially teased the McAfee show appearance. With that Instagram post at what decks eleven o'clock at night? Yeah, it was like ten or eleven. Yeah. So like, if you're a beat so if you're guy, a writer, you're you're up all night now. You're like, ah, oh, I gotta get ready to retire or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like you're yeah. dozing off, you know, like poor Jason or Demovsky. These guys are yeah. old now. They're dozing off, <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, there's an alert. Yeah, well, I'll be listening to this. Yeah, yeah me too. Instagram, <laughs> and here's a picture of 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 uh, of Cobb and Adams on the day that Rogers was not there. And he's not in it. Yeah. It's Beatles stuff. Oh, it meant nothing, though. It meant nothing. It's oh. like the Beatles. Yeah. It's like yeah. Paul's shoes are off as he's walking across the crosswalk. We all think he's dead. He's out of step. <laughs> it's Photoshop. <laughs> Paul McCartney's dead. That's right. It's That's like right. That. Crazy stuff. All right. I'll talk to you next Thursday. As always, good stuff. Enjoy your weekend, Chip Scoggins. And most importantly, enjoy your Surly. Now get to that liquor store. Get that trunk filled up. On my way. See you, bro. Talk to you. Bye.